Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guys, make sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It massively helps us out. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Pitside, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are joined by no one. We're with my co-host, Mr. Reeve himself. And I will say, I don't know if you've noticed, but the background, there has been a slight change. You have five seconds to work out. Obviously, if you're listening, you have no idea what we're talking about. But if you are watching, you have five seconds to work out what we have changed. Five, four, three, two, one. And we're still not going to tell you. We're still not going to tell you. No, it is. It's the football. Nike have been kind enough to sort us out with the brand new... um, Winter, winter edition ball, and I was actually speaking 22. to the guy that um, designed it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a bit friend, friendly now. I speak to the guy who's head of Nike equipment. I think he designs it, all the balls, and he was saying it's designed um, through uh, superheroes. Yeah. So he, 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 we, yep. he, yeah. I know it's very common now, but he's telling me about it. He was like, yeah, throughout lockdown and stuff, a lot of footballers were sort of superheroes to young children. So he wanted to implement the idea through lockdown and superheroes about footballers into his design and he can tell can't yeah, you it's, it's a very ball. superhero s football so yeah. let us know in the comments down below what is your favorite football oh, i thought you're gonna say superhero yeah what is your favorite football actually <laughs> my favorite football and not oh. doesn't have to just be premier league it can be any football of any time any era because i know my top three by far i think it's gotta be the uh purple and yellow total 90 ball the one ronaldo did the free kick with think so that's the against portsmouth, portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's aero two i think is aero two yeah is it I, aero I, two? Or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. like that um my favorite but i've actually got it i, w- I should have bought it with me now so i could show you well, maybe, just maybe keep jamie, bringing footballs in we just keep yeah, i need to keep keep updating yeah. maybe jamie <laughs> yeah. will be able to um put them on screen mine's the i believe it's aero one oh you know, the ringed the, the ringed, aero one the yellow and blue ringed yeah, yeah i do remember donut. no yeah. ringed football so yeah it that, had like two it had like yeah 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 that's number one for me Number so the two. Aero 1 1. Aero 1 1 is one. Yeah. I'd actually say that's probably number three. Really? I, I love it so much. I think it's absolutely stunning. It is a gorgeous football, but has, has it had long enough on the shelf? I don't to know, maybe not. And then another good shout would be the Euro 2004 football. It's like a, it was like a silver and slightly blue. It's like a blue tinted silver football. You'll be able to see it. Look, look, I'll show you it quickly. It was. Euro 2004? Yeah, in, in Greece. Um, oh, okay. Euro 2004 football. And I've actually got. That ball is in a size five. Is this one here? Right. Do you yeah. Know yeah. Yeah. I do. Yes. Yeah. That one absolutely unbelievable. So yeah, let us know your favorite footballs in the comments down below. That was a bit of a random start, but um, today do. I wanted to bring up a, a subject which you know it causes a lot of debate in the pubs. Pub know? debate. Pub debate. Yeah. That's basically what we do here. It's basically really. all we do, isn't it? Realistically, <laughs> but um, because it's international break, there's not a lot of Premier League football going on right now. You could say there's no Premier League. You could League say there is none. Right so I thought, what better way to fill the uh, international break than to name our all time 11 from the Prem? That's a bit. 11 oh pre- my, that's a lot of pressure. It what, is we're a lo- like a minute in. I know. It's, I can't even it, tell what minute we're in because the- I know. <laughs> it is a lot of pressure, but I feel like it could be a, it could be a, d- a debate that a lot of people will get involved in. And we want to see your oh, all time 11 in the comments down so below. So are we doing well. a collective one or just. Me versus you, buddy. Me versus you? Yes. 
right. see if we agree or disagree on multiple positions. And I think we should start off with the goalie. Now, do you go with... It would help. Now, this is the thing, though. Do you go down the route of statistically who is the best keeper or, in your humble opinion, who, who deserves it? Who would you want to have in your all-time eleven? Because you can be, like, club biased. You can be that sort of stuff. Mm. doesn't necessarily have to think this is the best player of all time. It'd be who is you in your all-time Premier League eleven? Well, it's quite 11. a subjective yeah, exactly. thing to talk about, isn't it? Like, objectively, there aren't really any Premier League players that are maybe the best apart from, you know, the obvious. So I think a lot, really, I think know, to, in terms scoring. of like goalie, I think a lot of people would say like Peter Schmeichel, but really Czech has a better record. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So who would you put in goal for you? What names I, would you uh, put in a shout? I'd probably go Petr Czech. Petr Czech? Yeah. Most clean sheets in Prem history. It's it is most thing. clean sheets in Prem history. And not only did he do it for Chelsea, he also did it for the mighty so, Arsenal. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. So, I so, mean, there's some affinity there from... Club bias as well. So you're going to go... You know what? We should actually probably write our team yeah, down. Yeah, I'll write mine down. I'm um, also going with checking goal. Nah, you... And look, hey, I know what you're going to say. Theo, you're just copying. There's no debate here. No, but yeah. I think the goalie was pretty much a standout one. I think everyone can pretty much admit that Petr Cech was the best or is the, is the best Premier League keeper of all time. Yeah, to be fair, I I have no qualms with you going Petr Cech as well. So. Okay, moving on to the centre-back partnership. You can oh, choose. You can choose. Wait, mate, uh, most people don't do that. Most people go like full back across the other side. Yeah, no, I'm going to work through the middle and spread out. <laughs> right, Unless you right. go three at the back, what formation are you playing? Oh, I was uh, just going to go four four two. To be honest, four four two or four three three. Yeah, four three three is probably. Oh, I don't know. Uh, four two and two diamond. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's, it's like four at the back, and then just the rest of them can play wherever they want. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm just going to go. 4-4-2 quote unquote but it won't actually be like 4-4-2 okay so who are your centre backs then oh man um, have thrown it on you haven't I oh, this is tough because what do you do you go for do you go for a partnership from a certain club or yeah. do you throw two well we're not trying to build a team halves. that beats each other are you just trying to say who you think is the best oh, Yeah, are you throwing two random centre backs from different teams from different eras into the mix or are you going like a Vidic so, Ferdinand because of their chemistry? That's what I mean. But am I picking based off uh, who I think is the best or who I've seen? As it's up to you. Best. It's like, whoever who you want. Watching. It's whoever you want. Um, okay, so we're going John Terry is my first John one. Terry? Yeah. He's like just an absolute role. The one thing I'd, the one, I, know, I know he's a bit of a... A lot of people don't really like him because of his personal life yeah. and whatnot. But the one thing I do admire about John Terry is he l quite literally would put his body on the line. Yeah. Like there's, there's I two... think people underappreciate how good of a footballer he actually was as well. I like agree. He's so good with the ball. Like there, there's two instances. One of them was the one he chucked his head yeah, along the floor. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, he, chucked, do, he literally yeah. put his head in front of yeah. the ball like, hello. Yeah. And then the other one was when, um, I don't know why this stands out in my memory because I, I remember watching it live, was when it was against Arsenal in the FA Cup. Is it the FA Cup final or the League Cup final? One of the finals, I think. And uh, it was, I think it was Diaby booted him in the head as he went to go. Mate, he booted <laughs> yeah, him yeah, in the head. Yeah, yeah, just caught him on the And he, the he just fell unconscious. Yeah. And Gary Lewin was on the side um, and just, he, he was like treating like someone. Yeah. He, just, he said, sacked him off, ran straight onto the pitch, didn't get the, didn't get the referee's uh, permission to run on the pitch. Uh, he ran on and pulled his tongue out. And if he didn't do that, John Terry Merv be in serious trouble. Oh, oh, here we go. I did see, I did see someone floating around behind the screen. I wasn't sure who it was. Oh, you, you're free, Cal. You want to come on and join in the debate? 
Oh, just ruined the pod, but not appear on it. You're coming on soon. Anyways, so JT makes your centre half. Yeah, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one old Premier League. Well, oh, not old, but Tony like Adams. one one. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was gonna go one uh, from early stage of me remembering the Premier League, and then one current. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna go Virgil Van Dijk alongside oh. because I feel like in in the current you know climate of world football. In the prem, who's like, who comes close? I mate? mean, he he really? was he was pretty much the only centre. I know that's going to be a lot very controversial because a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, where's the shout for Vidic and Ferdinand?" And obviously, I've got to consider them. They are we're talking about the greatest of all time. You know, it's hard. You, you can got, only you, you can pick. only put two yeah, in. You can, you can only, put, can two only put, two put two in. And to be fair to Van Dyke, he was also in with a shout of Ballon d'Or. Yeah, like his name was in the mix. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that 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 obviously shows something. He's, so you, well, you can you can see just how important he is to Liverpool mm. because when he basically had a full season through defensively, they were amazing. Yeah. Then obviously ACL Jordan Pickford happened. Liverpool at the back, completely different game. animal, right? So I mean, even the stat of like how many how many games was it? How many minutes was it that no one dribbled past him? Pepe was the first person to do it, wasn't he? My man, Pepe, yeah. my absolute hero. <laughs> Pepe. So you're going to go with uh, Terry and Van Dyke? Yeah, because I. I, I I feel like there's a lot of rose-tinted bias that people pick partnerships. Mm. And Van Dyke's never really had a proper partner. And he's still considered for Ballon d'Or, like you said. Yeah, say. I get what you mean. Like yeah. he's, had, he's had people come and go next to him constantly. He's just the one that remains and every yeah, time. Yeah, he's unbelievably good just in on his own. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously Terry and Carvalho, you, most, most people go Terry in that partnership. Rio and Vidic, it just depends what kind of defender you like. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Because you, I'm trying to you give, made, I'm trying you, to give yeah, you, two different perspectives. I'm trying to do, you know, some, some players from the modern game that probably deserve to be in it. And when we look back, we'll be like, they were the greatest. Like Ruben Dias. I mean, yeah, he's, he's amazing. At but some I, point. I'd go Virgil, really. But, but what I'm talking about, you know, like when we eventually come to the forwards and it'd be like Mohamed Salah. People go, what? You can't say that now. Mm. But then when we look back in five years time, yeah, we'll be so like, true. oh my God, Salah was the absolute goat. Yeah, actually speaking you know? straight facts there. So I've got to pick a few from... The, the era that we've seen yeah. and people have retired from and also the era that we're currently doing. See, I don't know whether to go Terry over Ferdinand or Ferdinand, Ferdinand over Terry. I Make mean, it different. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Rio. Yep. Because... I'll back it. He had... He just had a bit of like swagger about him when mm. he played. Like he was a crazy bastard when he played. Yeah. He also... I feel like, yes, Terry scored a lot of goals. I'd be interested to see who scored more goals, Rio or John Terry. I would I'd say John Terry. You'd say I'd, John Terry from yeah. the headers, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I feel like Rio... I, we, I'm, I'm definitely yeah, have a, have a Google that on that one. We don't do enough fact-checking on this show. So. Also, uh, for me, Rio... I know... <laughs> I was like, oh, stop relating it to pace or whatever, but he was a little bit faster. He was a bit more agile. You know, he did he did ballet. He just... I did feel, do ballet, He yeah. did. He, I feel like he... He could be a bit more versatile in my team. Yeah. And also, also, let's face it, Rio, he was an exceptional centre-back. I think we got very lucky that we... That the fact that we're throwing Terry and Ferdinand, who are both English centre-halves, into the mix of being two of the best centre-backs of all time in the Premier League. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I might even throw um, Tony Adams into my team. Really? Just for the, his leadership qualities. You know, okay. and he's an Arsenal. He won. He was part of the Invincibles as well. Like no other, he cap- did he captain the Invincibles? Did Tony Adams captain the Invincibles? I don't know. Was that a little bit too late? A too late it was Vieira maybe? I don't know. Well, either way, Tony Adams, like for me, 
Growing up, he was unbelievable. So I'm going to go with... Sorry, I'm just still trying to find Yeah, who goals, scored more goals? Yeah. Rio or JT? It's hard for me not to put JT in, but I do want to be different. Okay. I'm going to go Ferdinand and Vidic. Patrick Vieira is captain. Okay. I'm going to go Ferdinand and Vidic. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a partnership of dreams of Ferdinand and Vidic. You're just going straight Man United. I'm going straight Man United. Mate, <laughs> let's face it. Like that, that partnership was like, they were like a joke. Yeah. They won, they won everything together. They won the Prem. They won the Champions League. Yeah. Like they were at one point, like they were the best centre-back partnership in world football. Yeah. I would, I'm going to go Ferdinand and Vidic. So no Tony Adams? No Tony Adams. No. Okay. No, let's right. face it. Like I was just being Arsenal biased there. He wasn't even part of the Invincible squad, was yeah, he? He'd retired I, I was, by then, I yeah. was questioning that, but I was also trying to Google this at the same time. So, Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Tony Andrews is like a year before that. Yeah, yeah. Before I, I, the I prep, could have well. said Pascal Sigan, but everyone's going to have a go at me being like, you're Arsenal well, bias. The, the Invincible uh, partnership would have been... Colo Torre and Sol, Sol Campbell. Campbell. and Colo Torre, yeah. Yeah, and then Lauren at right back, Ashley Cole at left back. Yeah. Speaking of Ashley Cole, so I'm going Vidic and Ferdinand, yeah, and you're going Van Dijk and John Terry. Yeah. Uh, should we go left back? You've already mentioned him, but yeah. Ashley Cole. Yeah. Ashley Cole. Yeah. I'm sorry, but he he is... So by... so John Terry's Premier League record yep, is sorry. 492 appearances, 41 goals, 12 assists, and 214 clean sheets. 214 clean sheets. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And then Ferdinand's Premier League record is... 214 clean sheets at centre-back. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, what was, what's Czechs? Czechs is like... Well over 200, isn't it? Yeah. What's Ferdinand's record? Uh, Rio's is 11... It says 11 goals, 8 assists and 189 clean sheets in 504 appearances. So no way near the ratio of Terry. So Terry was elite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Terry was elite. Yeah. John, Uh, yeah. I mean, most people... Uh, I wouldn't say most people, but like he's definitely up there for like top two in most people. I think I think as well. Like y- y- you could, time. I would also agree that JT would deserve to make the team, but you can't say Ferdinand wouldn't make, deserve to make the team. But that's why it's a controversial debate. Yeah, but I'm going Ferdinand Vidic for their chemistry reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going for different reasons for different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, left back. I mean, are we uh, both well, yeah, going Ashley Cole? Because yeah, I may. I'm sorry, but he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, one of the most underrated, underappreciated yes. players of all time. Yes, we can understand that he was a snaky little bastard mm. and did Arsenal to Chelsea. And no Evera, not even consideration. No. He did bits of United. No. no. All right. I'm sorry, but Ashley Cole is so far clear of every other left back to ever grace the Prem. I think he's one of the best left backs of all time yeah, in I, world I, football. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, he, he, you couldn't get past him. Yeah. He could attack, he could score goals, but he was also one of the really good defenders. Like, nowadays, you see or a lot of these fullbacks who are, like, unbelievable, unbelievable going forward. Say, Trent, for example, they lack in their defensive aspects, whereas Ashley Cole had everything. Like, yeah. he, was, he was unbelievable. And he did it for Arsenal. He did win the Invin- He was part of the Invincibles. He was. Uh, he did it for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And then just because of that meme of him at Roma standing on the side, of the side, I feel like it, it, it tarnished mean, him. Mean, meme culture does it, like seem to tarnish it came a lot in a lot, didn't now. it? Like people forget how good Michael Owen was because of the stuff he says as a for pundit. a short period like, of time. That was the issue for Michael Owen. Yeah, he was by far the he, well, he won Ballon d'Or at like twenty one or whatever. Yeah, twenty one. He was one of the best footballs in the world by eighteen, but because of his injuries, he just got he got fucked. Yeah, Whereas, so um, I'm gonna do I'm, I'm fact checking whilst we go through this. Yeah, so good. Ashley Cole. 385 Premier League appearances, 15 goals, 31 assists, and 148 clean sheets. So uh, basically a clean sheet every two games, or just over every two games. 
Yeah, like, yeah. That's like not two bad, and three. Sort of That's thing. really not bad. Yeah. So he, he went from Arsenal to Chelsea to Roma, was it? And he played for LA Galaxy for a bit, did he not? Yeah. He went out to America. That's, I think that's, that was after Roma, though, no? Yeah, it was that after was, Roma, yeah. Everyone yeah. finishes in the MLS. Mate, I think Ashley, as I said, Ashley Cole is just, he's so underrated. And it, and that's weird to say because everyone would agree that he's probably the best left back to ever grace the Prem, but I still think he's underrated. Mm. Like, yeah, I just I just think he's a knob. <laughs> yeah, you can be a dick and still be yeah. amazing at football. Yeah, and also... It happens to a lot of people, actually. It's like, and also, do you not find it a bit jarring when he... When he it, I, uh, he's clearly trying to be a pundit. But it's just he doesn't. Yeah. He can't really articulate himself very yeah, well. I, I, I get. I actually think that he'd probably be a really good coach, right? Because even though he's not necessarily the smartest guy, and when it comes to knowing how to play his position, football intelligence. When it knows exactly yeah. that, like I feel like he'd be an unbelievable coach. Like, if you're a left back growing up now, if you're a kid, just watch Ashley Carl YouTube videos. Yeah. And if you <laughs> yeah. if, if you get to like if you get to um if you ever get to like work under him, like not many people do because he's not really a coach as well. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think he'd be an exceptional coach. So we're both going Ashley Cole at left back, yeah? Yep. Any other names? Not Patrice Evra? You don't go Patrice? I could um, put Patrice in with Vidic and Rio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make a full yeah. United back line. Yeah. But it would be the right back at that point. Oh, like, Gary Neville. Yeah, it would be Gary Neville. Wait, yeah. I'm not even joking. Gary Neville's got a shout to go into right back. Surely you've got to put him in really? as a shout. I wouldn't put him in in my team. Yeah. But he has to be up there, right? But what in terms of success? Because I mean, ability success, wouldn't lead. Yeah, ability, no way. But that's in terms what I mean. Of, yeah, but but you're saying that, mate. He was also starting right back for one of the best clubs in the world. For, I'm I'm half tempted to go Gary Neville. Lead, he could be a captain, or is JT going to be a captain? Yeah, JT would take the armband. It'd be tough between Virgil and JT. Actually, they're both like not Gary. But that, well, it's like a team of leaders, really, isn't it? That's basically what you vote for. So who are you going right back then? What yeah. other names you got, Lauren? Uh, yeah, Lauren. You <laughs> um, can't put Lauren in the mix. I know he was good, but he's not one of the best right backs to ever grace the Prem. In terms of ability, Trent. Has he been doing it for long enough? I don't think you can't you can't argue it. Has he been doing it for long enough? That's though? the thing. But are we picking people based on ability or are we picking people based on Premier League success? Because if, you if you're talking out and out ability, I, I, I'm not even trying to be like, I don't really care if this is English. He's versatile as well, isn't he? He's one of the best right backs that league has seen in a long, long, long while. I would agree. Reese James, maybe not. But yeah, Reese James. You can't. Fair, but yeah. I mean, just on what Trent offers, he's been doing a bit a little bit longer. And to be fair, if you've got such a, he's not a right. Well, I mean, he is a right, but he's not a right, a right wing back. Isn't he's he? like so versatile, so creative. So if you've got, if you've got for your team Terry and Van Dyke at the back, that's what I mean. He said, well, you've it, got the defense he, covered basically yeah. there. He's just a weapon. He's a he's a, an offensive weapon, really. Oh, so would you go Trent? Mm, I mean, he's he's won a prem. Hmm. He's won a prem, counts. So Gary never won quite a lot of prems. That's what I mean. But I mean, in terms of ability, <sighs> do you know what? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna have a look at some of the other options we got. I might go Trent just to be different. I'm gonna go Trent Alexander-Arnold. If we're doing, Could, if we're doing all-time Prem eleven of players' pure ability, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Bakary Sanya. Some names. Steve Finnan. Yeah, you've just gone on the top 10 line. I was already on. <laughs> Dan Padreshu. I don't even know who that guy is, if I'm being honest. Well, these are just suggestions given to you. You have to pick... <laughs> That's pretty helpful. That was an advert. Mate, I'm not even joking. <laughs> this one's an interesting one. Cesar Azpilicueta. Yeah. Because he's a very for good ability. right back. For ability, right back, and now he can play centre-back in a three and a five. 
<laughs> this is an all-time from 11. It's not who can play in a three-back weekend against Burnley, mate. Zabaleta? <laughs> Lee Dixon? Yeah, yeah, Lee Dixon's But he, there, Lee Dixon, he did play in the Prem, but the majority of that was in the first division, was it not? It was, it was like... And he was very good. Look, don't get me wrong. Lee Dixon was unbelievable. But I, I, for me, I don't want to be Man United bias. I because I got Rio and Vidic. Yeah, that's why I went Trent. I'm going to I'm going to go with Gary Neville. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Gary Neville. You know, he's got. It's. Uh, I should probably reconsider what I'm saying here because it's a bit outrageous to say that Trent Alexander-Arnold is the greatest all-time. It's Premier a bit. Right but this back. is not necessarily but, great. It's who you'd have in your all-time eleven. Y- yeah, yeah. I mean. You get chemistry to Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm just going to put it out of there. Why not be controversial, you know? Be Trent. Like, yeah, go with Trent. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Okay, so... The, the best right-back the Premier League has seen in terms of delivering a ball. Set pieces. He's, K- he's KDB in defence, mate. That's what he is. He's David Beckham, but a right-back. He's David Beckham, but a right-back. Okay, so my players so far, I've got checking goal. Yeah, G- you should check how many Man United players I've got there, <laughs> Gary Neville at right back, Ashley Cole left back, Rio Vidic. To be fair, that United team under Fergie when they won the Prem all the all the time. Yeah, but are you going to put Ryan Giggs in then because he's got thirteen Premier Leagues? Yeah. Oh, you are. I don't know. (laughs) But actually, you know what? Okay, let's let's stop. I'm trying to pick. I'm trying to pick a mix of ability and legacy. You know, it seems you're just picking the people that won the most Premier Leagues. What's the difference? Yeah. Okay. Um, midfield. Well, Steven Gerrard's never won a Premier League, so... I mean, no, but Steven Gerrard's the first name on my list. That's what I mean. He so, made so, so you've just basically... I'm sorry, I know. You've, you've no, but also... No, contradicted no, 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 it's your not, it's not, I'm not just basing it on Premier League medals. I'm sorry, but you can't say that Gary Neville, Ashley Cole, Vidic, Rio and Czech don't deserve to be in an all-time eleven because they just do deserve to have their names in with a shout. Yeah, but you... Okay, all right. Um, what position are we going next? We'll just pick any... I'm going to go four four two. Yeah, that's not I'm really just going to go with midfielders <laughs> okay first name on the team sheet for me is Stevie G cool so far clear a Lampard okay I, I'm sorry just is like a Lampard's good and all and all that but have you see, I was watching um, Sky Sports Football put up a tweet recently when obviously he, he got announced as a Villa manager and it was like Steven Gerrard's best Premier League goals. Mm. Just every goal he scores is just a worldie. Well, he did score some non-worldies. But oh, no, no, only worldies. <laughs> it was either worldies or 90th minute winners. <laughs> okay. He's basically the, Ronaldo, but said him Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Stevie G. See? Stevie G for me, first on the team sheet. Do you put Lampard in yours? I'm putting Lampard in. Yeah. In, in terms of output, like... He's the high-scoring all-time Premier League midfielder. I know. Like, you can't Isn't not. he like top five in terms of actual all-time goal scorers as I'm, well? I'm th- pretty sure he's... F- is he fourth? He's up there, I'll isn't have he? Have a look. He's up there. Yeah. And he's a centre mid. Yeah. That's a joke. He was on pens. I mean, so is Gerald, but... So, yeah. I'd, I'm going Lampard, Gerald centre mid. You've, okay. got, you've got, obviously, the likes of Roy Keane. Yeah. Patrick Vieira. That's who I'm going with. You're going three, three centre mids? No. I'm going Lampard and Vieira. <laughs> You're telling me... That Steven Gerrard doesn't make your team. Yep. Are you fucking crazy? You're lying. No, I'm being serious. Steven Gerrard doesn't make your team. He makes yours. Steven Gerrard does not make your team. I can't put in a guy that's never won the, the medal in... What are you doing? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. How? I mean, in, yeah. <laughs> Great player, but you have to have a bit of both. Mate, you've just said Steven Gerrard doesn't make the all-time Premier League If I was playing 11. three in midfield, I probably would. But because I've got such a love for Patrick Vieira and the fact that he was probably 
well, the most unplayable midfielder you can imagine in terms of the Premier League. He ran era. through people. Yeah. He did, basically did it on his own most of the time. I mean, could have done it. <laughs> um, and Lampard for his goals output. His output, his ability, his attacking positioning just that, like sound like a Chelsea fanboy you I'm, not, I'm not a Chelsea fanboy I just I, I, I appreciate just how skulls difficult it is to play that role no skulls because how many how many people nowadays play like Lampard there's very few yeah I suppose yeah he was sort of like a box to box attacking midfielder yeah late runs into the box that's what people that's what attacking midfielders now base their game on the Lampard Being, role yeah the, f- filling into the box at the last second to try and Pop so just skulls doesn't Lampard. get him in the shout. Oh, he sucks toes, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with skulls, yeah. You know when you know it like people. I, it's just gonna sound a bit weird, but I feel like people like think it's cool to say like, "Oh, skulls is like the best midfielder of all time." Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they they think they're actually being indie and like trendy <laughs> by saying like. Skull. I'm surprised you didn't make the rest of your 11s Man United. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but do you know do you know what I'm trying to say? Like they, I know exactly. What you, like, it's don't hipster. get wrong. It's hipster to it's say hipster. Paul Scholes when in reality, let's be honest, the actual ability rankings would probably go Gerard Lampard slash Scholes. Yeah, if you had to compare those three, that's what, that's the order I put them in. Yeah, it's quite interesting you said but, that because Gerard doesn't make a team. But I can't, that's what I'm saying. I, I, in terms of in terms of ability, I would rank him first. But I can't give an all-time Premier Eleven player that hasn't won the league that's fair position enough. in my team. That's fair. You no, know, there's re- there's there's hardcore real estate being taken up by real winners, in, serial winners. Yeah. He did win Champions League. Champions League or Tottenham Eleven, I'll put him in there. He works. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Okay, so you're going Vieira and Gerrard. I'm going Cesc Fabregas. Are you actually? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'm going... That's a good shout, though. I quite he, like he that. He just is very good. Yeah, yeah. He was unbelievable. These and, are all and he players... did it. And not only that, he did it when he was 16. He started when he was 16. These are all players that are career. like... These are all players that are full well deserving to be in this. I think Fabregas genuinely just does deserve a shout. Yeah. And that's not me being, me being biased. Yeah. He had a fantastic goal record. He, he was, he was, I'm pretty sure he was Arsenal's like... One of his top, top goal scorers in the, in the season, like not number one, but it was up there. Um, he did it for Arsenal. He did it for Chelsea. He started when he was sixteen. Do you want to have a guess how many goals Frank Lampard scored in the Premier League? One hundred eighty-two. Was close. One hundred seventy-seven. God, I just do no ball, don't I? One hundred and two assists. Yeah, that's an absolute joke. What about Stevie G? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is going to make me feel. Really I don't know sad, off the top it? of my head, but uh, Stevie G goals Premier yeah. League. I, I I know what to. Thank you. Does Roy Keane make it? 57 short and he got 120 I mean we'll take that we'll take only 120 and Premier 92 League. assists he's got more goals than Peter Crouch in the Premier League well yeah yeah so for me Steven Gerrard makes my team no questions asked and I'm actually I know I'm not trying to I'm not trying to bash Gerrard by the way he just doesn't make my that's fair enough that's 11. Fair. and also as an Arsenal fan people might be a bit shocked that I'm not putting Vieira in yeah, I, I thought he would be like up no. There, top for me, few. I know people have said, "Oh, you can't play them together and whatnot." But I would go. Um, That's definitely not annoying. <laughs> yeah, I would go. I want Lampard and Gerrard in my all-time eleven. Okay, so I'm going those two left midfield. Oh, so you have just copied Lampard after ri- ribbing me for oh, no, you I never said me for not putting Gerrard in. Yeah. I oh, never... so you're basically saying that because I didn't pick Gerrard over Vieira, I'm a terrible human, but we're actually both Arsenal fans and you exactly that. pick Patrick Vieira. Yes, exactly right, that. Cool. So I'm going Lampard and Gerrard. I'm also going to go with Ryan Giggs. <laughs> okay. And that's not be, not building a Man United team here, I promise. Yeah, but why? 
He's won 13 Premier League medals. He was playing yeah, when I he was didn't say, 40 if years old. If I didn't old, say that, would you have known that? I was putting Ryan Giggs straight in. Okay. He's playing when he was 40. <clears throat> he managed to change his game and still start for United. He had, like he changed up his game. Obviously, when he got older, he's lost his pace, so he had to adapt his game to st- to, to be playing football uh, at Lampard, the highest level. Lampard's fifth, by the way. All-time goal scorer. That's yeah. his joke. To be playing football at the standard Giggs was playing at age forty mm. is berserk. Bear in mind, we're looking at Ronaldo. Look how much we're saying. Oh, Ronaldo, top of the game for United at age thirty-six or th- thirty-seven. Is he thirty-seven? Thirty-six. He's still got another four years to match Giggsy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's. For me, I think that's to, to have the longevity that Ryan Giggs had. Mm. Uh, you obviously take away his personal life and whatnot. But in terms of his playing ability, unbelievable. And then you look at these early days, he was one of the best dribblers on the, on the ball. He was one of the best dribblers by far, wasn't he? Like he, his, the goal he scored against Arsenal, when he just dribbled through and took his shirt off and the hairy chest, <laughs> yeah. was obscene. So you're putting Ryan Giggs because he's put, got a hairy chest? Yes, exactly. All right, cool. Who, who are you going left side? Cristiano Ronaldo. Shout that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't think anything needs to be spoken about that, really. No, Ronaldo's going on my right side. He's not a right winger. Yeah, but I'm fitting them in. I can, I can No, f- you can't You can't just... Mate, I'm putting Ronaldo... I'm sorry. Oh, I'll put him up front then. All right. Well, no, that I'm not putting him up front. <laughs> that takes one of I'll put him on the right. Mate, I can play anyone where I want to play them. Yeah, Premier, early Premier League Ronaldo is probably one of the best footballers I've ever seen. Yes. Like, in, in, in terms of just like entertainment value so much just, fun to watch yeah and not it, only just that. so good as well like the goals he scored the just sheer just mate, some of the sheer f- confidence in his ability as well like to know that what he was about to produce he's the only person that sees that happen I'd and also, everyone else goes what's he what's he gonna do here but he already knows would you not agree as well the knuckleball people are probably doing it before cristiano yeah. But he turned the knuckleball into a mainstream thing to do. Yeah. Not like he sort of like reinvented the knuckleball. Yeah. He, he, I know he designed. I'm picking his, up what you're putting down. He designed his own free kick. Yeah. Think how many kids or whoever now stand behind a free kick like this with their arms out. Go see. <laughs> Before <laughs> they, go, they kick they go, it, they go see. They give themselves a little see confidence. <laughs> and do that like he 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 paved the way for a future generation that's what i would say yeah so he he definitely revolutionized uh football uh or sorry um playing the playing style of how wingers in the premier league were especially in that era like i feel like him and gerard like both of them just scored only amazing goals do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They only scored worldies. Yeah. So I'm actually one player ahead of you. I've gone Giggs and Ronaldo on the wings. Oh, so you've put Ronaldo in anyway? Yep. There's another player that you just got to take Mate, from my 11. Obvious. How could you say that? It's Ronaldo. Well, you, you know. Well, so who, who's your other winger? I've gone Ronaldo and um, Giggsy. Who's your other winger then? You ready, boys? Oh, don't say Giggs. Oh, no. I was, no. Oh. Uh, why would I do that? Oh, no, Salah. It's going to be Salah. Yeah. Salah, that's fair enough. Yeah, Mohamed Salah. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue I'm trying that. to pick from past and present. Yeah. yeah so. you, you've left it. So Salah over Giggs. I mean, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a, that's a worthy shout. I'm, 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 I, told, I said this before, but I'm trying to combine ability and legacy. Yeah, I get what you mean. And I think we're in the golden era of witnessing one of the greatest ever Premier League players. Or one of the greatest ever players. Potentially, yeah. But when we when we look back, I think in terms of Premier League 
uh, contribution, he will be viewed as, you know, like for the short time he's been here anyway. So uh, he'll be viewed as highly as, you know, like Henri. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shira. Uh, yeah. Did you see the latest uh, Egyptian match? Mm-hmm. I can't remember who they played, but they had like, this is the level he is now. Um, he's Ronaldo level. Yeah. No, like, you, but you, you expect you expect nothing less than a goal or an assist. From but no, in terms game, no, but in terms of what in, happened in the game. No, no, I'm just I'm just saying generally, like to to, oh, yeah. to be a professional, well, to be a footballer, and for people to watch you, and full well expect you to come up with a goal contribution every game yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, he's captained every game. Yeah, that's on FPL. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not even t- just talking about that. Yeah. I'm just talking about when you watch him. If he doesn't get a goal or an assist in the game, oh, you guys, he's had a bad game. Mate, he had, they had in the in Egypt game, they had four people on the pitch. All four of them went up to Salah to try and meet him. Yeah. All four of them in one game. That's obscene. What do you, you mean all four of what? So Streakers? They, they had, well, f- pitch invasions. Oh, okay. Four people came on to meet Salah yeah, yeah. in one game. Yeah. Um, I know it's a bit outrageous that I put gigs over Salah, but who says Salah can't play up front? Or, no, or, you can't, you or, can't just keep changing hang on, formation. Hang as on, you do I'm changing it. the formation. I've gone Salah on the right, gigs on the left. Ronaldo up front with Thierry Henry. Okay. Because I was, I was debating in my head, do I put Bergkamp in or not? Um, I, do, do, I, do I even carry on suggesting mine or are you just going to keep copying what I say? No, I'm not you copying. You didn't even consider... You wait, wait. You can't say that I copied Ronaldo. You did. Obviously, you went... he's going in my team. It's just because you said him first. No, but I actually picked a relevant Ronaldo, left-wing Ronaldo. You've picked, like, striker Ronaldo. I just picked Ronaldo in, in general. Been at Man United for, like, Eight games. Ronaldo in general, Ronaldo. Right. But Prem Ronaldo is left wing Ronaldo. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever, man. (laughs) Okay, fine. I won't copy you. I'll put Dennis Bergkamp and Thierry Henry up front. That's good. That's a great shout. Okay. Because Dennis Bergkamp... So who's who's removed? Salah? Salah's removed. Okay. Which I know is a bit annoying because he would actually make the team. But this guy's obviously saying I'm copying him and I'm allowed to copy him. No, but we're trying to differentiate. Otherwise, we just pick the same I'm going Bergkamp on Henry. Dennis Bergkamp... Dennis Bergkamp, Dennis Bergkamp, Dennis Bergkamp. Remember that goal? Yeah. Yeah. He, his, <laughs> he, I think he's technically it, I, he's technically one of the best footballers to ever grace the Prem in terms of technical ability. It's like Berbatov. Mm. Like the goal he scored against Newcastle, I have tried to replicate so many times and I can't do it. Yeah. Like no one could replicate that. I, but don't I even, think that, that, I don't even think he, he knew could do, what he was doing. No, it was he like did. an instant no, reaction. It was to, like, it was one of them. No, but what I mean is he was in such flow state. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say, yeah. That he, he's almost like not predicting, he's not thinking about, oh, I'm going to do this. He's, he's seen the ball come at that perfect moment and he's like, right, this is the best, this is the best possible outcome that I can get away with and flicked it around him. Something just, like happened within yeah, yeah, his body yeah, that yeah. just, it just, it just, it just, uh, just took over. Yeah. yeah. I know. You, yeah. Flow state took over. Yeah. And just, because I don't think, I don't think he was, uh, full well prepared to take that kind of touch. It no. just, it just, it, the ball came to him and that was the perfect dealt with opportunity. That, yeah, yeah. And then he spun around and the ball's just there. It's just worked. And yeah. then the composure to finish it as well. It's a good finish. I'd say that is one of the top three all time best goals ever in the Prem. Really? Yeah. Because you'll never see that ever again. Right. Like, you'll see a long-range screamer again. You'll see a free kick again. You will never see a goal like that ever again. Ever in your life. Right. That's a big statement, but it's true. So I'm going Burkamp and Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry, pretty obvious, I think. Yeah. Uh, You could, people say, like, why not Shearer? Because I prefer Thierry Henry. (laughs) Okay, okay. Like, the way he would burn defenders, his range of goals he scored, he's just exceptional. I mean, I'm also going to get Thierry Henry, but... Oh, you copying me? 
Well, I mean, he's, he's my favourite all-time footballer. He's my hero. He's my yeah. hero. So I'm going Henri and Burkamp. Who are you going with? I'm going to go Shearer and. Shearer. You are going to go Shearer. Yeah, I think if he doesn't get mentioned in a either two two Premier League all-time 11s, and he doesn't have his name put forward in one of them. Yes, true. He is the all-time Premier League goal scorer yeah, as well. 260 goals, mate. Like, it's a joke. That, that's it. Might take a while for him to be beaten there. Anyway. The only person I think is capable of beating him is Kane if he stays in the Prem at like a City or someone like that. Well, he's 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 hundred. No, he's 93 goals off, isn't he? That's so bizarre, isn't it? Like how far away he is. And he is. How old is he? 27. He's he's still he's got time. He is 28. No, 27. But he needs to like he needs to stay prolific for like another four years. If, so if we do yeah that's what I mean so if we do the math, 30 goals he's a got, season he's for basically got to get 20 goals a season for another 5 years yeah so by the time he hits like 33 it's quite a lot that is hard that is hard that just shows you the sheer amount of goals What? how many goals scored. is Salah on? I'll have a look now it's, it's over 100 I don't think he'll make it though do you not? he could leave Liverpool in a couple of years for all we know he could go to like a Real Madrid or Barcelona that might be possible he's at 107 yeah he's, so no he's, he's got 190 he's 100... goals to get Hundred ninety. No, Shearer's got two hundred sixty. Hundred sixty goals to get. One hundred fifty-three goals. Yeah, he's got one hundred fifty-three to get. Yeah, that's quite a lot actually. It is a long way off. So you're going Shearer. But that's Henry. because Salah joined the league so late. The rate at which he's scoring is way quicker yep. than Shearer's was. Okay, so our all-time elevens. Let us know yours in the comments down below. Mine is as follows: Petr Cech, uh, Gary Neville, Rio Ferdinand, but Vidic. The reason, like Henri and Shearer, are my top two. Yes, they fine. might not. They might not be the the best two in terms of output, but in terms of all time eleven. Well, they are the best two in terms of output as well. No, Henri's like sixth, I think. I think. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? I think he's second. Uh, Alan Shearer two sixty, Wayne Rooney two oh eight, oh. Andrew Cole. Wait, how have we not even? Oh, sorry, wait, Ser- yeah. Sergio Aguero one eighty four, Henri sixth. Yeah, he's sixth. How have we not put Wayne Rooney into the mix actually? I was thinking about criminally it, but I underrated. thought you were going to do it because you're picking an all-time Man United 11. Oh, brilliant. He is criminally underrated, by the way, Wayne Rooney. I think it's one of those that Rooney's peak or, you know, like his ceiling wasn't as high as other people's, but he was at his ceiling for so long. He's also second on England's all-time go- top goal scorer. Yeah, no, but that's not what we're debating. I know, I know, but in terms of like Rooney's like people were like, I feel like people disrespect Rooney somehow. Uh, yeah. Like he, he, he I thought you'd be... I thought you'd put him in, mate. You run a series around. Yeah, I could have gone Rooney and Henri. <laughs> yeah, you could. But I just, I, there's something about Burkamp that is just like class written all over him. Yeah. And like, for you've the... picked on sentimentality. Like yeah, I did. Really. That's the only one I picked on sentimentality. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is unlike me. But anyways, yeah, I've gone Czech, Rio, Vidic, Gary Neville, Ashley Cole, Ryan Giggs, Stephen Gerrard, Lampard, Ronaldo, Henri, Burkamp. Yep. Yours? Czech, Ashley Cole, JT, Van Dyke, Trent. Ronaldo, Lampard, Trent in there is pretty outrageous, isn't it, really? But, I mean, who's, who's better in terms of ability? Well, the, the people decide. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, CR7, old CR7. Um, not old, but, like, the old, old, you know what I'm trying to say. Lampard, Vieira, Salah, Henri Shearer. Fair enough, lads. Leave yours in the comments down below. But moving on, mate. Speaking of Ronaldo... Yep, he's just come out and said he put on his he put on Instagram said a lot of a lot of love on this post. He said this will be my last ever tournament, international tournament with Portugal, World Cup, if they make it. Right, because they lost to Serbia on like the ninetieth minute. So how how many points do they need to qualify? They go they they have to go through the playoffs. Really, they have to go through playoffs, which is going to be tough. I don't um, know. Who, unlike us, who will qualify if we get a draw against San Marino tonight? Yeah. Oh, one point. 
imagine, point, imagine we lose to San Marino. Yes, that's a tough beat. But mate, this is the, this is the thing I was going to say. We are now in the era of the retirement era. Right now, for the for the yeah. for our idols, growing I think up, yeah. I think if I want to see Ronaldo at the World Cup, I I want Portugal to qualify through the playoffs. Like you could see it on his face how devastated he was because he knows this is his like last his last dance. It's his last dance in yep. terms of playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I I think it would be for, for for football having Ronaldo and Portugal at the World Cup. It would be but a good send off. But never say never because obviously Zlatan retired and then now he's back. I know, but how how long can Ronaldo carry that Portugal yeah, team? Yeah, but what, you, what you've got to realize they are a new generation coming through. To be fair, it is true. But what what you've also got to realize is if stuff goes ahead and there's like World Cups every two years. Would he be? Would he be like? Oh, you know, I fancy this one this time. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that World Cup every two two years. But we don't know if it's going to happen. Or I not, don't right? think it so. will happen. I personally don't think it will happen. Okay. I think it will take away the how special the World Cup is. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you had a World Cup every year. It's, just, it's not the same. It's every. No, four I know. Years. Yeah, it's the rarest. And also, when would it. you have the Euros? Because every, it's every two years, isn't it? Euro World Cup, Euro World Cup. So having a World Cup every two years, like when do you fit the Euros in every three? How does that work out? I know it'd be the other years, wouldn't it? It's just too confusing, buddy. It's just too confusing. I don't know how it'd work. Arsene Wenger's lost the plot with this one. Because he's the one pushing for it, isn't he? Kind of, but also... Yeah, well, yeah, he is. Because yeah. a lot of stuff he comes out with is good, but this, I'm, I don't agree with it. But yeah, Ronaldo... It's uh, because he wants people to view more football. He's, he's, try, he's an advocate of football as a sport, right? Mm. And if he's trying to push the biggest international tournament to everyone more regularly, then... It, there's obviously going to be more eyes on football. I think there's already enough football. I mean, look at the likes of bloody like Pedri. The, right. poor, the poor kid's almost died. Like he's playing so much football. <laughs> like, but it's true. It's true. He's going to be burnt out by the time he's 20. Yeah. Like, and that's another thing. Spain rebuilding. They are their new generation is coming through. I feel like ever since they did like the is it the double of the Euros? Was it a triple? Was it World Cup Euros World Cup? Was it just World Cup Euros they won? Was it three in a row or two in a row? Two in a row. Two it? in a row, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't yeah. know, but they're dream- talking about Iniesta. Uh, Iniesta yeah, the dream team, then- the, the God Squad, the Spanish yeah. God Squad. They sort of went through like the last ten years. They sort of went through like a like their team wasn't really like it's sort of just like what is this Spain team? You're not really sure. Yeah. Whereas now they've got these new youngsters coming through. You know, Gavi, Pedri. Um, Anymore? Yeah. So I know so many more of these <laughs> Spanish team, but it's true. Like they are, they've just qualified yeah, for the feel, World Cup. I feel like. In, in football you always get waves of youth yeah. and then experience and uh, certainly like in England now it's it's the average age is a lot lower than the new wave are coming through that's what I mean yeah so I mean in Spain they're even younger than the England squad mm. and they're still just well the England squad is the under 17 World Cup winners coming through now yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it is like yeah. Arsenal's average age certainly now that ESR's playing as well exactly he's now in the team yeah. Arsenal's average age is the youngest in the entire Prem yeah. In terms of starting lineups. What's that got to do with? I, don't know, I just like the fact that Arsenal are doing oh, that. Right. You know, it's <laughs> quite cool. And most of them are English as well. Like, it's quite exciting to see all these youngsters playing. Yeah. Um, and also, speaking of Spain, Barcelona, Xavi taking control. They are in Spain. They are in Spain. Xavi yeah. taking control. I watched a TikTok the other day of comparing Komen to Xavi in terms of training. Mm. And it was just showing Komen. People. People often question, like, how do you get your ball information? TikTok. <laughs> <Okay>. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Mate, it showed Coleman just standing on the side, just like, not really just, he's just standing there. Yeah. And it said all the players are like, in their comfort zone. He's not pushing them. And you could sort of see that in terms of their performances and results. Whereas as soon as Xavi came, 
he was involved. He's taking part in a training session. He's getting yeah. involved. He's pushing the players to their limits again. And um, I think the Xavi will be there for a very long time. Well, he's, a, he's a legend of the club as well. So anyone that plays... Respected there yeah, as well. But Coleman's there, also... That's true. That's true. I mean? But I mean, certainly for the people that are growing up... Recent times. You know, like the, the Pedris and the Gavis that you mentioned. Mm. Their game would be heavily influenced by the Xavi and Iniesta era. Because that's all they would have watched the as Barcelona Taka, Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Um, but I think Xavi will transform that club and bring them back to their glory days. And he'll do it, and he'll do it. They're quite a way off in the league at the moment. They are. They're like ninth or something, aren't they? But he'll do it um, because obviously he's now restricted in terms of budget as well. He'll do it with the youth academy and it, yeah. he'll build upwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like when he was playing, like, Xavi and Iniesta came through the youth academy. Yeah. The likes of, like Pedro as well. There were so many players coming through. They built the team. They sprinkled the, the, the superstars in with the with the youngsters yeah. I think they're going to do exactly the same Yeah. and also have you seen uh, poor Aguero might be might retiring retire, yeah. Yeah. That's sad. what a signing Did that you, was for Barcelona that's, uh, uh, that's another name that I was going to mention in the yeah, all time yeah he yeah it's tough though that, that, if, you're, so if you're only playing 4-4-2 in an all time Prem 11 two strikers it's hard yeah I it's mean so he hard. would uh, in, ter- in terms of like the amount that I would have watched Aguero is probably the most watched yep. player that I'd have seen out of the ones we did mention. Yep. Because Shiro was like when they first starting out, a little bit before my time. I would, I would have been zero when the Prem started. It's so, so peak for Aguero though. Like you sign for Barcelona to play with your best mate Lionel Messi. <laughs> Messi <laughs> goes leaves, off to France, and then you find out you have got like a heart condition or whatever. Yeah. And you might have to retire early. Now, he should go down to one of the greatest strikers of all time. I think Sergio Aguero. Yeah. And he just never really got to do it for Barcelona. But they still have superstars within that team. You yeah. know, Frankie De Jong, Depay. And speaking of which, Danny Alves. He's back as well, right? He's back. And not only is he back for Barca, he's back for a Euro a week. What a boy. What a hero. That's is that because he has to have money on the books? He has to be paid, yeah. yeah he has to yeah. be a professional footballer. Otherwise, he's literally doing it for free, right? Yeah, literally. I think I don't even know if he'd be allowed to do that. Euro, 52 euros a year. Yeah, how mad is that? But that just That's shows. like some kind of crazy football manager transfer that you just wouldn't even Mate, that, think do you not of. think how sick that is just like, get Danny Alves back but it's not just Danny Alves back Xavi just called him up and being like can you help me yeah. can you come back and help me because I guarantee you he'll come back he'll play but he'll be coaching the youngsters as well yeah. just having someone, oh, it's 100% like a dressing room 100% uh, he'll, having the experience of Danny Alves in that club in yeah. that dressing room what I think will help them like who, who's the right back for Barcelona at the moment Dest uh, not at the moment. Well, he didn't play last Sergi game, Roberto. It's like Minnesota. Minnesota or well, something. whoever it is, like having Danny Alves with you, pushing you, will be just in terms of everywhere, actually. Like, I wonder where he'll play. Will he play right back? Will he play centre mid? Danny Alves? Yeah. Uh, be like rotation, wouldn't he? I rotation? Think, yeah, I don't think he... Think I think he's, he's good. Probably... Mate, you know he's still playing for he's still playing for Brazil? Like, he's still playing for the first team in Brazil. Yeah, he's but I mean, he's, he's one of those players that, like, that those those sort of Brazilian footballers that they never lo- they never lose it. No, like no matter how old they get. But no, but what I'm saying is, no matter how old he is, he's still playing. He's able to play international football. Yeah. At his age, which means he'll be able to play for Barcelona at his age. And he'll be able to. He should be able to start. He's not like unfit or anything like that. And for a Euro week, it shows as well that Dani Alves, as as you would be at that age, I guess you care less about the money. Mingueza is the name I was trying to pronounce. Oh, the right back. Yeah, you care you care less about the money and more about the club and who you're playing for. He want he he definitely wants to be a part of Xavi's future and cute, help Barca. Nice. Yeah, it is help yeah. Barca. Have you seen as well? They like the, the photo of like we're getting the band back together. No, and it's and it's the photo of like Barcelona from like ten years ago. 
oh, and showing all of them that had left. Now they're slowly coming back. Like Busquets is there, yeah, Xavi's yeah. there now, Dani Alves is there, yeah. PK's there. That just, that's testament to how good Busquets is. I wonder if you'll like, see anyone else go back. Just chilling in. Busquets just never just chilling left. Chilling at CDM for this entire time. He's played throughout the glory era. Champions been through League, the Liga, Now he's going to be World Cup. Yeah, now he's going to be back to hopefully for the rebuild as well. He's going to be playing when he's like fifty. How old is Busquets? Nearly 40, surely. Surely not. He looks so young. Yeah, I know. How old is Busquets, Jamie? Sergio, but I reckon... Un- unbelievable football. I'm going to guess he's probably still only like 35. 33, so he's not even that old. Blimey. Yeah. But he, the point still stands, he'll still be playing when he's like 55. Yeah, Who? what other players can you see returning? Iniesta's still playing, by the way, in Japan. He is still playing, He is yeah. still playing. Imagine... What they were just stop. you're out there, you're out there in Yester. Can you come? Can you can you come back and play for a euro a week? Shabby the Irish. Imagine he brings it. Shabby the leprechaun. Why would he not bring in Yester back as well for a bit? Just for bands. Just for bringing back for yeah. bands. Put him on a euro a week. Help me coach. Get the band back together. There's nothing that they, there's nothing that the Barcelona board could do at that point. Like we have the power now. <laughs> in Yester, just walking out as like Avengers from forty years. <laughs> Could you see, in two years' time, Messi? Messi's done his stint at PSG. You know, he's done it in a farmers league. He's Might not, do. He's not going to show off in the Prem because he can't. So, will he go back to La Liga and help out Barcelona in a couple of years? Well, do you? Could he retire at Barcelona? Messi? Yeah, it's certainly possible. Yeah, certainly possible. He could retire at Barcelona. Yeah, I think he will. You think he'll go back and he'll be? He'll win the league. He'll go back, win the league, win a Champions League, win a Champions and, League, and hold it up. And underneath, on his T-shirt, he says, I'm done now. As he's just holding a mic, up the trophy. Just a photo of a mic drop. Yeah. He just drops yeah. the mic and he's like, see. Can you imagine? Messi, went, Messi, as he retires, he drops it and goes, see. No, and I'll just there like, that's my brother. That's my brother. <laughs> I didn't sort out Ballon d'Or tickets, by the way. I'm so sorry. I know I, I was meant to try and do that. What just happened? <laughs> What? You thought about something different? Yeah, I thought about it, yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought about it. Uh, so from, obviously, Xavi and Barcelona to Norwich and Dean Smith. That's not a segue. <laughs> you could have you done that so much better. You could have been like, so Xavi is trying to re- rebuild Barcelona from the ground up. Another team that's struggling need a bit of a rebuild, or at least certainly their results need to take a turn. Norwich City, back in the Premier League. Oh, who's been appointed? Dean Smith, the new manager. That would have been better. It's peak for Dean Smith, you know. He's gone from Why? struggling Villa to even more struggling Norwich. Yeah, but, but I don't think it's a bad appointment because I think Dean Smith's very good in the championship as well. So if they do go down, he'll, have to he'll still, yeah, he'll it's still just the be there Nor- to get them back It's up. the classic Norwich, and it? Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Yo-yo squad. They are the yo-yo squad. And there's they are definitely few, going down. There's quite a few yo-yo teams, really, isn't there? West Brom. Fulham. Fulham. I feel like as well, team. Norwich, though, if they do go down... They will struggle because I think they actually do have a couple talented players that could do it in the Prem. What do you mean they'll struggle? They'll struggle to keep hold of those certain oh, players. <laughs> that's yeah. Surely that's the opposite. No, They've that, got talented Premier League players when I they get down. they'll struggle to keep hold of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you think of Dean Smith and Norwich then? Uh, I don't think it's a bad appointment. I think I, I think Dean Smith certainly has the, the guile and understanding of what it takes to get results in the Premier League. Yep. I just feel like... he. After Villa lost Grealish, they didn't really have that same kind of output. Buendia never really sort of—he's not really got it going, has he? Yeah, I think they didn't he have an injury. For Did he have an injury? Like, where well. is Buendia? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he suffered with quite a few injuries actually. Danny Ings had a bit of an injury. Um, international break screwed their mm. Emmy Martinez for like two weeks as well. Um, 
just a, just basically a, a sequence of unfortunate events. But with the squad at Norwich, I think I, I don't want to go out on a limb, but he, he might have enough to. Do you stay you up. actually genuinely believe it's that Norwich have a chance of staying it's up? It's a lot closer than it seems. Yeah, I think they have no hope in hell. All right, I think they go. I think he's just joined a losing battle. Okay. And I think they may have appointed him knowing full well that they're going down. But that's what I'm saying. And he could be the man if, that could if, get him yeah, back if, up. If, if uh, it came to that, he's a good enough manager to get them back up when they need to He's got experience of promotion and yeah, yeah. challenging for the championship. Yeah. So I think, in general, it's a good appointment. I'm a bit gutted to not see Lampard versus Gerrard. I don't think he'd have been a good... He would, I agree. He, I don't think he would have been a good appointment at all, but it would just be nice to see Lampard and Gerrard. You can see them anyway. When you just <laughs> Google their photos. Well, what, how do you think Gerald's going to do at Villa then? Um, underwhelmingly. Do you reckon? Yeah. You think he's going to do shit? I don't think he's going to do shit. I just th- I think people have got too much of an expectation given what he did at Rangers. I think... But it's a different kettle of fish. The Premier League is I know. not the Scottish Premiership. But also, I feel like Villa's squad are very good. They're just underperforming. They are very good. And if, if anyone's going to turn around a team that's underperforming... It's going to be Stevie G. Why do you say that? Because if you're not pulling your weight in that team right now, and there'll definitely be a few players that sort of got comfortable, complacent, complacent not pulling their weight, and a manager, a player like Steven Gerrard, who every single player would respect and want to, and want to do well for, if Steven Gerrard tells you, like, what are you doing? Sort it out. You're going you're gonna to listen to but him. That's, that's, you're going to want to perform because, for him. You, that's because you idolise him. But I think everyone does. It's Stephen Gerrard. He ca- his name carries weight around the dressing room. I don't know. I, I don't think know. it does. I really do. I think yeah, but I d- is he a good enough manager to solve their problems? He's, a, he's, a, he's, an import, he's a, uh, role model and he's like a impressive figure and he's a, probably a pretty good coach. He'll be a very good coach. In a in the Premier League management, I don't know. Well, only time will tell. But I I We've seen it with Oli as well. Like tactically, he ain't got any shite. Kids. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but I think he's going to do a good job. All right, Patrick Vieira is doing a good job at I'm not, I'm Palace. Not, I feel he like he is doing a very good job. I feel at like Gerard can do a good job at Villa. Yeah, I I, I would back Gerard to do, no. I, turn I, that I team don't around. think I don't think he'll do a bad job. I just think underwhelming. Yeah, people people have too much expectation compared to what they've seen. I think they'll finish mid table, Villa. I think they finished mid-table. Yeah. I think that's good. Was a worthy I, think, shout. I think 13th. 13th? When they look back on this at the end of May and Villa is sat in 13th, I'm going to look like a fucking legend. You're going to have a TikTok going up about you. I am. I'm going to have to wait eight months for it, but it's going to be worth the wait. Um, something we haven't done in a couple of weeks, by the way, are viewer stories. Yeah, we've just been so caught up with everybody else's stories that we haven't really... And I've got a few... I'll start off a few shorter ones, a few shorter stories. I actually have a couple I've remembered personal from ones. personal ones, yeah. So this guy called Luke. Uh, some of these I don't actually know if they're true. They're just a short... And, I'll do it. and then I've got a long one, which we've been waiting for a long time to talk about. But Luke <laughs> met John Terry in a Tesco Express. Hey! Uh, he, bought, he bought their shopping for them. Ugh. So JT offered to pay for their shopping. What a lovely bloke. Quite nice. Quite nice, and then his mate gave him his mum's number. I figured that was the yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the stipulation. I actually yeah. do believe that. Um, a deal. I, I, I actually genuinely believe that because if that wasn't going to be the ending, that would have been the joke that I was making anyway. So there you go. I, I think it's true. Yeah. Uh, a deal was stacking shelves in Tesco's, and uh, Paul Skulls came up to him and said, "Where's the prosecco?" 
because the Paul Scholes just got <laughs> like right he, next to Neil. In in, in in Manchester, in United, in Manchester, Scholes he's just like he's just a normal geezer. Yeah, like he doesn't. I feel like he he goes a bit too normal. <laughs> yeah, a bit a bit questionable <laughs> recently. Yeah, yeah. But like he'll just go Pizza Express with his family. I was like, ah, oh, I think he's such what, a with his daughter. <laughs> No, his family. Oh, whole family. No oh, one mentioned his daughter. Oh, sorry. Well, that's part of his family. Uh, Kim Football. We know Kim Football. I do know Kim Football. Yeah, he met. Rio. Um, we're only joking, Paul. Like, if he if he ever comes across this any show, you know, Paul, we do love you. Yeah, we do love you. Uh, you might have made an all-time eleven, but it was tough. In fact, he actually does make my all-time eleven. <laughs> uh, Kim Football met Rio Ferdinand at London Bridge Tube Station. And this is quite weird. He also said, "Didn't know footballers used the tube." Yes. I was like, they are human beings. Yeah, yeah. But it, I suppose it would be a bit interesting, wouldn't it? Just bumping into like Thierry Henry on the tube like Francis did, the train guy. I think that was arranged. It was arranged, yeah. <laughs> but like, imagine just being, it's true though, like, you'd be like, as a footballer, you thought, why would you get the tube? Get a, get a Mercedes. But sometimes, it's quicker. Yeah, in it's London, way it's quicker. way quicker certain places to other places. But to be fair to Rio, like, that's actually, I'd say it's quite brave going on the tube in London. No, I as a United player. Going on no, a tube but he's, in London. He's like a, he's like a pundit now. I yeah, guess. He's, he's like, like a he's icon in terms of you know viewing football, and also he can handle himself. Yeah, like not just handle. He himself probably loves it. Yeah, he it, does. He seems like the kind of guy that would just happily go on the tube because it, it, you know, gives him a little. Ooh. I remember heading to the cricket World Cup once, and uh, Michael Vaughan was sitting next to me on the tube. Awful person. Yeah, I know now, but yeah. at the time I was like, that's the old England cricket World Cup. He was my captain. favourite England captain as well. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, he fucked it. Yeah, he's fucked it. Um, here's another one. This is, oh, we might as well do it. Go on then. Bloody Lewis has been messaging us every week saying about this Lars Bender story he wants to tell us. <laughs> so I'm I, gonna, think, I think I read part of it. But so I'm yeah, going to yeah. read you this Lars Bender story, bless him. All right, I have a brilliant story about how I went on a trip to the Grand Canyon with Lars Bender. The Grand Canyon. He went on holiday with him. So pretty much me and my family were in Vegas and we had a trip to the Grand Canyon for the day and we had to get a flight. There's around 12 people on the flight and I was waiting and I saw a bloke I recognised. Obviously, I didn't know whether it was Lars or his twin brother Sven. Sven Because obviously yeah. they, are, they are twins and it's probably quite hard to work out who's who. His name got read out, which confirmed it was Lars. Yeah, he had his, he had his foot card and he was just behind. <laughs> <laughs> just walked on with a badge saying, I am Lars. Yeah. Uh, so we had... So we had our flight. My name we- is Lars. <laughs> My name is Lars. My name is Aloy. So we had our flight and we then arrived and got a bus to a viewing point of the Grand Canyon. He sat behind me and my mum with his girlfriend or wife. I'm not too sure which one. It was so- Or his brother's girlfriend or wife. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He's- it was so weird how he was just on the group trip with us. <laughs> that is quite weird, yeah, actually. Pretty, yeah. Lunchtime came around and me and my dad went to talk to him. He was so nice and so surprised that anyone recognised him in the Grand Canyon. I suppose that's true, though. As a German footballer going to the Grand Canyon yeah, in America, yeah. you'd probably be like, yeah. that's probably why he went on the trip, because he's like, yeah. no one's going to know who I am. But then he discovered that the ear headquarters is in, like, North America. In Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we spoke to him for ages, which is good. He obviously wanted to have a chat. It's probably quite shocked. And he was telling us how Joachim, what's his manager, Joachim Lowe, you know, the German oh, yeah, manager, yeah. didn't like him. And that's why he wasn't in the German squad. Really? Didn't like him or wasn't good enough. He also yeah. took the piss out of some people who had a huge camera with a huge lens, uh, a huge lens, and were taking pictures of some squirrels. Ha ha ha! Look at that lens. <laughs> the Grand Canyon was there, and all look they at ca- the tiny squirrels compared to the big <laughs> lens. <laughs> he said the Grand Canyon was there, and all they cared about was the stupid squirrels. It was, <laughs> it was, it was such a nice guy and so down to air. We had a photo and enjoyed the rest of our trip and flew back to Vegas where I gave him a thumbs up goodbye. Thumbs goodbye, up, Lars. <laughs> and he, awesome. he sent a photo in as well of him with Lars, him and Lars. I think that's quite cool. Let's have a look. 
Well, I've cut Croyet, but there's him and Lars. Oh, what a boy. Little does he know he was pranking was the whole spent. time it was spent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? He, he, Sven's gone home and been like, hey, Lars, guess what, man? Guess what I did? Yeah. <laughs> um, got him again. <laughs> yeah, I got one. So me and Chris were filming with Arteta recently. All right. And that's coming out very, pick, very... Pick that one up. Yeah, yeah, what can I say? It's coming out very, very soon. But um, before we started the shoot, I went to the loo. Um, and it was so weird. I told Chris previously, so oh, last time I went to the loo in that building... David Louise walked past me and was yeah. like, oh, all right, and tapped me on the shoulder. I was like, that was really cool. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's David so Louise weird. walked past you again. No, this <laughs> like, time, what are you doing this here? time I came out of the loo, Arteta walks past me and goes, you all right, mate? And taps me on the shoulder. And it was, in my head, I was like, he said that as if he knows me. <laughs> like, like, he says that as if he's my mate. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a bit weird, whatever. I thought nothing of it because we're about to film with him. Maybe he's done his research, whatever, I don't know. Uh, so we're about to film. Arteta comes over and says hello. And uh, he's talking to me and Chris. And he just turns to me and goes, man, I'm expecting some big things from you today. I know you're really good at free kicks. I've seen you. And he said, you're on my TV more than Disney Channel. My kids are obsessed with you. Like, he watches you every day. Really? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is not happening. Like, yeah. Mikel Arteta knows who I am and knows I'm a baller. And is watching... Are you sure he's watching you if you were scoring goals? Oh, ha, 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 ha. He said, I'm, he said I'm on the TV more than the Disney Channel. And well, me, that was obviously but, but, a joke. But, 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 like, no, no, but he says... There's not but, enough hours in the day. Yes, there is. <laughs> FIFA, Rooney's Rampage. But, um, is that what they watch? I don't know. Probably, I don't know. It's every day, bro. But anyways, he was, it was funny because <laughs> me and Chris were standing next to each other and Arteta's just looking directly at me. Yeah. And Chris is there like, what, what, what about me? You, you could see Chris... Yeah, come on, man. You could, no, you could, and he was telling me, he's like, yeah, my ego just took a fucking beating there. Yeah. It was quite, and he, but he said it directly to me and I was in such shock and awe. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. And I was like, this so is Mikel Arteta. So this story is just you bragging about yes. Arteta's kids knowing who you are. Yeah, but it was funny because Chris was just standing next to me and was like, this little bastard, why is he saying it to me? <laughs> but to be fair, mate, in, when you, you'll see the video, I don't want to ruin the video. Arteta's a hit legend. No, lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Prompt yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah. He's and a really Chris nice MD, player. by the way, when you talk about performing under pressure, Chris did it. Bowler, really. Bowler alert for Chris MD. Yeah. Absolutely. He wanted bowler. the contract. He did want the contract. Yeah. Like some of the stuff he. He's put, realized he's so bad at FPL that he might as well. Do you know try what? Sorry, put, do you not have realized Premier League contract? Do you not have realized about Chris recently? Go on. In terms of like dead ball specialist, he's just quality. Yeah. Like in terms of well, knuckle. Have you realized that recently? Because I've only the, I filmed the best him. YouTube footballer. Yeah, I know, but like I've seen it. Uh, yeah, but in per like I don't know. He, he, it's because you've only filmed with yourself for a majority, right? I filmed with Chris a lot, but recently I feel like he's stepped up level. Mm. I feel like he's stepped up a level in terms of footballing ability. Yeah. Because he does it all the time. So practice makes perfect. You did say this. Another story I had, um, I came back from Japan once and I was walking through Heathrow Airport. You know, like when you come out of Heathrow and there's, like, there's people that can wait for people. Yeah. And like to greetings, greetings. Well, and also taxi drivers. And taxi drivers, yeah. yeah. I was walking out and I, I go... Hmm, that's Mustafi. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, just in the greeting section? In the greeting section. He's obviously waiting for his missus or whatever. All oh, right. And he had his hood up and you could, he did not want to be disturbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go, oh, Mustafi. <laughs> did he have silver hair at that point? No. Oh, was this before the... I go, oh, Mustafi. Uh, Why are you talking in the... I don't you... know. Wait, so you I, went, I went over to Mustafi in a German, <laughs> in a German accent and went, hello, Mustafi. Like <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know what I was... Because I, I, I was so unexpected, I got really nervous. It's like, hi, I'm Theo. I play for Hashtag United. <laughs> and he didn't know. I don't know why I said that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he, did, he could not fucking care. 
He could not. He did not want to see me. He did not want to say hello. Yeah, not and surprising. I go, and I go, can I take a selfie? I'm a big Arsenal fan. He goes, doesn't say a word, just nods. Yeah. And we take the selfie. He seems like a cool guy. We take guy. the selfie, doesn't smile. He just stares at the camera like this. <laughs> like he wants to kill me. <laughs> so he was obviously just waiting for his missus or whatever to be picked up and didn't want anyone to notice him. Yeah. Um, obviously, I did. Because it's Mustafi and he was playing for Arsenal at the yeah. time. He hated me. Absolutely. And I felt so embarrassed afterwards. I was like, why have I done that? I should have just played it cool and just waved to him, give him a thumbs up. And I regret that photo. Yeah. Big time. It was a bad photo. Have never, you got it? Never posted it, everything, yeah. Have you, have you got it in your phone? Yeah. Can I have a look? Uh, yeah, give me two seconds, I'll find All it. All right. <laughs> no, I'll just cut this and out. It's under favourites, and it's his first ever favourite. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. When would it have, when did I post? Oh, here we go. It was after you had your I found it. it. <laughs> he's literally gone full incognito there, isn't he? Hold he's up. Like, he's, he, he, yeah, he didn't want to be. He's like, oh, I do not want to be at all. Here. Yeah. Um, I will put that up on screen as well, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me and Mustafi. Um, we do have more, but I'll, I'll probably save some more for now. Yeah, we'll save some. Do you not have any uh, any stories when you bumped into anyone? Um, no. We've got so many of these that are just lies. We've also, uh, a lot of our stories, we're not like, can't really say. Some of them we can't say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, um, so obviously we've done, we've done uh, Prem Predictions with Thogden, yeah. uh, but I thought what we quickly touch on before we do end is uh, some FPL tips. What's your, what's your, th- what's your thinking for this coming up My weekend? My thinking? Yeah, what, what's your plan to do? <sighs> no, what if the boys watch this and they copy me? Uh, Will's th- already appeared in one of my Twitch streams when I was, when I was talking about FPL. It doesn't matter. Like, ah, interesting. You don't need, you don't, just don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. So, um, hand on heart. Yep. What are doing? Well, yeah, I'll tell you right. exactly what I'm doing. Uh, I'm getting rid of Mikel Antonio. Interesting. And I'm getting rid of Antonio Rudiger. So two Antonios. Both Antonios and who are you yeah, bringing I'm in? Getting rid of the Antonios. Who are you bringing in? I'm bringing in Trent Alexander-Arnold, the greatest Premier League. Well, you don't back. have Trent. No, that's the, yeah, that's a big okay. fail. But he's against Arsenal. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's for the rest of the season. It's yeah, just yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yep. Like, even, if, even if he gets two points against Arsenal, I don't care because everyone else gets two points against Arsenal for Trent. Yeah, you fair know? enough. Yeah. I've, just got to, I've got to put him in to block me getting you're on one point. You're by... one point ahead of me right now, aren't you? Yeah, no, but I'm not. I'm not even in terms of that. But like, think about all the other people in the world yep, yep. that all have Trent. Yeah, it's and mad you don't like, have Trent. Oh yeah, ten points. Oh, twelve yeah. points. And I'm just like, what the why, why have I not got him? him? Yeah. yeah so now it's. I've drawn the line. He he was the essential pick for me this week. Okay. And if, to facilitate him, I'm going Odson Edward of Crystal Palace. Big shout! So you're gonna have two Palace players. You're gonna have Gallagher and Edward. Yeah. Interesting. Think, Who are I they think, playing? Uh, I don't know, but their their runs amazing, and I think for a good few weeks they're gonna be very good under. Patrick. Yeah. Well, speaking of teams with good runs, Spurs have a very good run. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm going to get rid of Vardy. Bought, <gasps> bought him in and he's done nothing. Yeah. He, he getting rid of Vardy. Right? And then I'm also going to get rid of Azpilicueta because he's done nothing since I bought him in. Yep. And I'm going to bring in Kane. <gasps> and I'm thinking potentially Regulon or another Spurs defender. Regulon is good because the way that Conte plays, he'll probably get quiet a lot of involvement yeah, not to say attacking that, returns yeah not to say that he will necessarily get attacking returns but he'll certainly be involved in the game the only all. issue about Regulon and Kane is currently I'm priced out by 0.1 you can't do it then unless you get rid of they're not going to be any more price rises do you reckon no not for those two cock 
So in that case, it might... Oh, I don't even think they're close to rising this year. It might have to be a case of getting rid of Rudiger over Aspi. I don't know who's more I don't know who's more or less. Aspi's more expensive. Aspi's 5.9, Rudy. It, it's either... I don't want to get rid of Cancelo. <laughs> yeah, you can't. He's, I can't. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to have to make but a... But you, you're, you're jumping on the Kane train then. I'm jumping on the Kane train. I jumped the on it three are, weeks ago when you jumped on the Vardy train. And, but he and didn't, since then, I've got 2-2-2. Two, 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 so. Yeah, but I feel like now, after his hat-trick against Albania, was it, for England? Yeah. I feel like, you know with the new manager that he's just ready to start banging in but goals. But he always was. Yeah, but he wasn't banging in goals. No, but he he's always had the ability to. It's just people the, the thing it's it's a weird one with Harry Kane because it's like whenever he scores everyone goes, "Oh, he's back. He's, he's Kane." Oh. But as soon as he goes like two or three games without a goal, it's like he don't want to be there. But he's what you got to realize he's like one of the most to the bone professional footballers in the Prem he will give everything until he doesn't have to mm. and he knows that he's playing for Tom Hotspur for at least the rest of the season so I fully well believe that he, he'll still come away with a cracking well, set of goals that's assists. why I'm going to bring on the Kane train yeah. I'm going to do it but I just don't know what. maybe regular isn't the one maybe I have to look at another defender to replace Aspie because I'm a bit priced out yeah it could go even lower go like Ben White or something Ben, well, yeah, no, I was thinking Ben White, but then it's, I, I mean, I could have him on the bench against Liverpool. Yeah. You don't then Arsenal every week. The thing is, Arsenal's fixtures aren't fantastic over the next few weeks. Yeah, but if he's... You, It'd just be just, good for the future. It'd be yeah, good to have... just pick another bench player. Yeah. And then you've got money for the next transfer. Yeah, I could go a Spurs centre-back even. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm bringing Kane... Emerson and, Royale was 4.9. Yeah, but is he going to play every game? Was the other side, isn't he? Yeah. It was him or Doherty. So. Doherty? Well, either way, Kane's coming in. Um, and that's what I'm doing in FPL. Anyways, we are, I know it's a bit of a shorter episode this week, but I've uh, been very, very busy. Very, very busy. I've got a lot going on right now. We. Ne- we have a lot going on yeah. right now. Uh, next week, we've got a very exciting guest. So, oh, it uh, is very good. It yeah, is so, very good. So make sure you stay tuned for next week, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, if you haven't already, make sure you're liked and subscribed. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep. No quiz this week, because obviously it's just me and Bakey Wakey. No guess, but next week I'll have a sick quiz for the sick guest. Yes. Uh, and with that being said... We've got live shows coming as well. Yes. Oh, yes. Actually, on the Tuesday the... 24th. Tuesday the 24th. So make sure you set 24th, your reminders. 23rd? Tuesday the 23rd, it's going to be... Um, Chelsea versus Juventus Champions League. So make sure you turn your notifications on for that. With that being said, goodbye. Tittle pip. <laughs>